We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be, and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making us part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be your host on this Sunday, November nineteenth. We are four days away from Thanksgiving. And we've got four games in four days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, two games in five days. My bad. I can't count. But Packers, Chargers today and then on a short week again, the Lions on Thursday this year, we get the Lions Thursday night football in Green Bay, which wasn't a fun game. And then later this week, going to Detroit for Thanksgiving football. So that'll be fun. But Ahead of us today, we have the four and five San Diego Chargers coming in. Green Bay three and six, dropping a heartbreaker last week in Pittsburgh to the Steelers. You know, rough, rough way to end the game. Two opportunities inside, you know, inside scoring territory to potentially take the lead and win the game. Can't get it done. But this Packers team, even last weekend, looked a lot better, right? Things seem to be going in the right direction. There's still plenty to work on, but things seem to be looking up compared to how they were looking earlier this year. Uh, I find solo today. Jimmy Christensen decided that hunting was more fun and more important, which can't blame him. Got to do it when you can, especially with him. He's got three kids. Uh, whenever he can get out and do something like that, he's got to do it. And Gage, he has got one of those... Um, Oh, I don't know the actual term for it, but uh, pedal bar, is that what it's called? Where It's a bar and you pedal and you go through town. So he's doing that today. So um, flying solo. So I'm going to uh, keep this pretty short today again. Uh, you know, thank you as always for putting up with me, uh, especially when I fly solo. So uh, just a quick game preview for you today for Packers, Chargers. Um, just a little bit of history I figured I'd go through. Um, this will be the 13th meeting between the Packers and Chargers. And the Packers are actually 10 and 2 all time in the, uh, in this matchup. In fact, the most recent matchup, the the Chargers got the better of the Packers. That was Matt LaFleur's first year, November 3rd, uh 2019, they went out to LA and just I remember that game, they got rolled. They they 
the Packers really didn't show up. They didn't really seem like they were ready to play that game. Uh, Chargers won that 26 to 11. And the only other time the Chargers have beaten the Packers, you have to go back to 1984, October 7th, 1984. That game looks like it was at Lambeau. Um, yes, at Lambeau, Chargers won 34 to 28. So it's been, you know, if you, you know, if you exclude the last time these two matched up, uh, it's been a while for the Chargers, 10-2. And, and uh, the last time the Packers won, you have to go all the way back to 2015. And that game, the Packers won 27-24. If you remember, uh, the Packers started off 6-0 in 2015, finished the season 10-6, and uh, missed out on winning the division in the last game of the season. But that was the game where Phillip Rivers had the Chargers down inside the five-yard line. Uh, with under a minute to go, and I believe it was Demarius Randall knocked away a, a pass on fourth down to seal the victory for the Packers. So just a little bit of history there. So all things considered, it's a good matchup for the Packers, but this year just may not be the year for anything. Weather for this game, uh, if you've been listening to Justin Herbert at all, he was asked about if he you know, wanted the full Lambeau experiences. This is his first trip to Lambeau. And he didn't want he didn't want any of the snow. Said you can do that on Madden, but you're looking at about uh, 47 degrees is the high. Pretty low chance of precipitation according to the Weather Channel. So depending on where you get your weather from, I, I no longer live in Green Bay, so I can't actually give you an accurate weather forecast from my house. Uh, not that any of one was actually looking for that. So um, the Chargers are a three and a half point favorite, three point favorite depending on where you look. Um, I'm looking at ESPN here. And it uh, looks like the spread here is Chargers minus three. So that seems about right. I think on paper, we can all probably agree that as much as we love the Packers on paper, the Chargers should be better than four and five. The Chargers on paper look really good and they've just underachieved. But, you know, as much as I love Jordan Love right now, Justin Herbert's just a better quarterback today uh doesn't mean that that's going to stay that way forever but today if you said you could have Jordan Love or Justin Herbert we'd all be taking Justin Herbert right now he is one hell of a player and um so not a surprise there that the Chargers are favored by three although I'll be a little honest I thought it might be a little bit closer to four or five but I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that the Chargers underperform uh, as a general rule so Chargers coming off a big loss last weekend they played the Lions in Los Angeles that was a shootout 41 to 38 the Lions got the better of the Chargers there and so just a couple of things to take a look at here quick with the injury report four Packers have designations for the game today Jair Alexander is questionable with that shoulder injury that he's been dealing with uh, he didn't participate in practice on Wednesday, and he was limited Thursday and Friday in practice. Uh, you also have Rudy Ford on the injury list still with that bicep injury. Uh, he did not participate at all this week in practice. He is listed as doubtful. I would be very surprised if he is playing in the game today. Then you have Rashawn Gary. He popped up on the injury report on Friday. Uh, he did not have any injury designation on Wednesday or Thursday, popped up with a shoulder injury on Friday. He is questionable. I would expect him to go how much he plays, how effective he is. You know, that might be that might come into question 
during the game, but I would expect him to play. And then lastly, for an injury designation, Quay Walker still dealing with that groin injury. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice all week. Uh, he is questionable. Other notable players for the Packers that were on the injury report but don't have an injury designation. Christian Watson still on the injury report with a shoulder injury. He was a limited participant all of this week. Kenny Clark also with a shoulder injury was a limited participant all week. Elton Jenkins still dealing with that knee injury. He was a limited participant. Aaron Jones still on there with a hamstring, which I feel like he's going to be on the injury list all season with that thing. Uh, he was also a limited participant this week. Uh, Yash Nyman and John Runyon, uh, both uh, full participants all this week at practice. So that's good to see. So lots of injuries. Um, you know, only four, though, with the designation, and really Rudy Ford is probably the only one uh, that for sure won't go. You know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Jair. Um, I, I just I think that's going to come down to a game time decision. I don't think we're going to know anything about him until uh, the inactives come out 90 minutes before kickoff. So. Uh, quite a few injuries there for the Packers, but uh, it's something that they got to work through. And I expect them to be relatively healthy, all things considered, coming into today's game. So, but uh, nonetheless, you know, some big names on there to keep an eye out for um, as well. So I, I'm not going to lie. When I'm in the middle of Packer season, I don't always eat the best. It's by far my busiest time of year. I don't have a ton of time to make healthy meals. And because of that, I end up eating a lot of unhealthy foods. And when I'm not eating healthy, my digestive system doesn't always feel the best. And I end up feeling less focused, more stressed. And it just feels like my immune system is fighting with an arm behind its back. That's why I tried AG1. I was tired of being tired and I was tired of being unfocused and I needed to kickstart my immune system and increase my energy. And when I started drinking AG1 daily, I could feel the difference in my digestive health and my daily energy. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop includes probiotics for gut support, B vitamins for energy, and zinc to help support my immune health. And that's why Packaday is proud to be sponsored by AG1. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash packaday. That's drinkag1.com slash packaday. Check it out. Cue the dramatic music. We have a public service announcement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's the most revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, we're talking about a next generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code PACKADAY. High tech for low places, Manscaped. Personally, Manscaped is my go-to for all of my grooming needs. Manscaped has some crazy technology that helps prevent nicks, cuts, snags, and tugs in all those ultra-sensitive places. I also personally recommend the Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion that just makes the entire experience so much better. 
in an area that you have to have trust, I trust Manscaped and you should too. Right now you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code packaday at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code packaday at manscaped.com. I can promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. So get yours today from our folks over at Manscaped. For the Chargers, they have two players that have been ruled out for Sunday's game. Tight end Gerald Everett with a chest injury and safety TJ Woods. Uh, he has got an illness of some sort that's keeping him out of the game. And then Keenan Allen was limited all this week with a shoulder injury. Running back Isaiah Spiller, he had an illness uh, this week as well, and it is uncertain if he is going to go. It sounds like Keenan Allen will be good to go, and so pair that with the Alexander injury, whether or not he goes or not, that'll be definitely something to keep an eye on uh, today and to see how that that all plays out. So um, real quick, just want to get you into a couple of of matchups that I want to be keeping an eye on uh, today with the Packers and the Chargers. And to start on the defensive side of the ball for the Packers, you know, still dealing with injuries. Obviously, Rashawn Gary popping up is not great. Kenny Clark working through that shoulder injury. Don't know if Jair is going to play. You know, they've got and Quay Walker as well. We don't know exactly what's going to be coming of him, if he's going to be playing. You know, they got a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But I think you got to really look this week at, at the secondary, especially if Jair Alexander doesn't go. Um you know, last week, the Packers, they didn't play poorly on defense, but, you know, they didn't look great for playing a Matt Canada-led offense and a Kenny Pickett-led offense. Uh, you know, you, you would have hoped for a little bit better in some of the uh, more key situations, and I think you got to look at the secondary again this week as just uh, the, the thing to keep your eye on, right? You know, the safety position is not great right now in Green Bay. And if Alexander doesn't play, then you've got Valentine and Valentine. And while they both had their moments last week, they're still rookies. Um, you know, th- there's still a lot to be learning there. And Justin Herbert, a much better quarterback than Kenny Pickett. And the Chargers offense, much better than the Steelers offense. So, I would be keeping an eye on the secondary again, and especially to, you know, I like I said, I expect Rashawn Gary to go, but if he's limited in any way or, you know, if that shoulder just impacts him at all, you know, now you're down your top pass rusher getting after Justin Herbert. And then on the backside, if Alexander doesn't go, you know, you could be in in a world of hurt for the passing game. So that'll definitely definitely be interesting um, to see how that all plays out in the passing game for the Packers uh, pass defense. Offensively, you know, we've been talking about it all year, I, I and we're going to continue to talk about it, but I still really think, you know, we've seen good things from Jordan Love when he has time in the pocket uh, and when he's got a little bit of a running game. So I'm looking at the offensive line and the run game this week. You know, it's been up and down. It's been inconsistent all year. And you'd like to see some consistency at home against the Chargers this weekend. Um, it, it it would be really nice to see Jordan Love, you know, get a little bit more help in the run game. Again, it's been inconsistent throughout the year. So it's not that it's all been on Jordan Love, but just if you can make it that much easier, get Aaron Jones rolling and, you know, allow 
the play action game to benefit Jordan Love and, you know, honestly, just make some plays in the running game. You know, it's in, in today's NFL. Yeah, it's all about passing, but you like to be able to see your running backs get some work done, make it a little bit easier on your quarterback. And uh, so I'm going to be watching the offensive line specifically, but the running backs as well to see, you know, because I got to say right now, the way I feel about this team, if Jordan Love has got to throw the ball 40 times and there's no run game, uh, that's not a sustainable way to beat this Chargers team, even with how inconsistent the Chargers can be. You know, it just it's not sustainable. And obviously, the other thing to keep an eye on, um, you know, just turnovers. You know, Jordan Love threw two interceptions last week. You know, the 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 last interception he threw, I don't really put on him because you got three seconds to throw the ball into the end zone. You need a touchdown. You have to throw the ball somewhere. It was a high probability the ball was going to get knocked down or picked off anyway. So I don't really fault him for that one. Uh, the one, you know, with about two minutes to go, I know there's a lot of questions about, you know, was that his fault? Should he have thrown the ball? Should Christian Watson have done more? You know, it's whatever. It's not the worst throw in the world. Um, you know, obviously, you don't want the ball to get picked off in that situation. But, you know, taking care of the football, that's one thing that it feels like Green Bay has not done well at is winning the turnover battle this year. And so hopefully the defense can force some turnovers. And if the offense can take care of the ball, get the run game going and, you know, make some make a couple, you know, plays in the passing game. This is one of those teams that on, like I said, to start the show on paper, the Chargers are much better than the Packers, but we all know the Chargers historically. They are a franchise that has had talent forever, it feels like, and they just can't get it right. So there is that working in Green Bay's favor, but you know, is that enough for the Packers to overcome and get a victory? I don't know. I hope it is, but mm, it's hard. It's hard because at this point, I want to take the Packers. They're at home. I'm going to take the Packers. They're at home. I know the Chargers are a good team, but the Chargers, you know, they they invent new ways to lose every week. I'm going to be optimistic. I think the Packers are feeling good about themselves as much as, you know, they might be disappointed in the loss last week in Pittsburgh. I think they've proven to themselves that, you know, if they just do the right things that they can play with most teams in the league, Um, and definitely, I think there's something to be said right now too, that if the Packers don't win today, if they don't beat the chargers, it may be until the middle of December that we see this team win another game because you got to go to Detroit in, you know, four days and play the lions on Thanksgiving. And then you get to come home and play Sunday night football against the defending champion, Kansas city chiefs. And as much as I love my Packers, I'm not picking them in either of those games. The the Lions and Chiefs are just way better than the Packers right now. So, you know, hopefully a little bit of urgency from this team to understand that, you know, there's a tough road ahead after the Chargers here. And so I'm going to take the Packers to win 24 to 20. I'll take them to win 24-20 and hopefully the Packers can you know, send a song into Thanksgiving Day with a victory and feeling good heading into Detroit. And, you know, 
start stacking some wins. That's the one thing that I'd love to see this team do this year. They have not done it yet. They have not won back-to-back games yet this year. So let's start today. Let's get a win over the Chargers. And who knows, maybe maybe go into Detroit and make some noise and you know pick up a surprise win over the Lions on Thanksgiving. I know that would all make our holidays that much better. So uh, with that, I'll wrap things up here. I appreciate you listening to my meandering and rambling. Uh, hopefully you learned something today. Hopefully you took something away from it today. Make sure to, uh, that if you're here before listening to Andy's podcast, go listen to Andy Herman today as well, because he will cover the game way better than I can, because that man is way smarter than I am when it comes to covering the Packers and football. So I appreciate everybody listening today. Enjoy the game and enjoy your Thanksgiving. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, go back. Thank you.